Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the All About Circling podcast. Hope everybody's grand. Today's leisurely rant is going to be about something called spiritual bypassing. And I want to talk about it because it's something that has affected me and I think affects a lot of things in the quote-unquote spiritual world. Essentially, many people, although not everybody, many people think of circling as a spiritual practice, a kind of meditation practice that will offer you spiritual benefits, which is great if that's what it means to you. I definitely like to see circling in a kind of spiritual light, but I go back and forth. The problem is, as soon as you identify something as a spiritual practice, it becomes vulnerable to the phenomena of spiritual bypassing. The term spiritual bypassing was coined in 1984 by a psychologist called John Wellwood. He wrote some books I've read, Love and Awakening, And the other one is Perfect Love, Imperfect Relationships. He's really cool. I'd advise checking him out. But the definition of spiritual bypassing, it's something he was seeing in more and more people. The more he saw, and he's a meditation teacher as well, so he would meet people in a therapy context and a meditation context. It means when we use spiritual practices or spiritual ideas to basically run away from our painful feelings, our unresolved issues, and our wounded psyches. It's a kind of spiritual avoidance. It's a way that we use spiritual language and practices and themes to really turn away from the aspects of life we just find too uncomfortable. And I say we because I know I've done this. Most people who have engaged in spiritual practices, quote-unquote, will have engaged in spiritual bypassing in one way or another. Another psychologist, Robert Augustus Masters, he wrote a book on spiritual bypassing, he describes it as a very persistent shadow of authentic spirituality. And later on, I might go into what I think about authentic spirituality. But for now, let me give a few examples. Some common manifestations of spiritual bypassing are exaggerated detachment. And I'm sure I've done this. I uh, did a lot of training in the Vipassana meditation tradition. And the emphasis on that, they put you through a 10-day silent meditation retreat where you're meditating for about 8 to 10 hours a day. And it's all focused on the body. And the idea is, is that we don't feel the way we do or experience life the way we do because of what's happening outside of us. It's because we're reacting to feelings in our body. So you meditate on the feelings in your body and you learn to be what they call equanimous, as in non-reactive. And it makes pretty good sense. And it's a beautiful practice as well. I have loved doing Vipassana meditation and I think it's helped me a great deal. The problem is, is that I have found it can blend too seamlessly with emotional detachment. A lot of the times in life when I used Vipassana meditation to get through things, I would be in a conflict or a difficult situation and I would focus my attention on the body the way I'm supposed to, thinking to myself that what I'm doing is making sure I'm non-reactive and present. But quite often what I was doing is just refusing to show up, refusing to feel, refusing to engage 
with the messiness and the difficulty that was happening. I was just pulling back. So I want to put my hands in the air and admit to being a spiritual bypasser in the form of exaggerated detachment. Another form might be the rejection of all emotions deemed negative, quote unquote. So some people, when they become spiritual bypassers, they develop an aversion to anger, to aggression, to jealousy. They regard these feelings as unspiritual. It's all about kindness and compassion and generosity. And I'm very critical of the Buddhist tradition for this. A while back, I was trying to engage with anger. I was trying to, I realized that I had to look into my own anger so that I could make progress in all sorts of ways. And when I looked to Buddhist writings on it, all I could find was completely condemnatory views of anger. Even modern books written by modern teachers, they would describe anger as a poison or a toxin to be removed or a or like a wild animal to be tamed with the rigor of your spiritual practice. There was never an emphasis on welcoming your anger, exploring it, trying to feel it, and trying to find healthy ways of expressing it. Another manifestation of spiritual bypassing is having weak or even non-existent boundaries. Having boundaries involves saying no. It involves saying, I don't agree. It involves saying, I think you're wrong. And spiritual bypassing only accepts an open heart filled with compassion. So it can discourage people from having healthy boundaries. Another aspect of it is the devaluation of personal life relative to the supreme importance of spiritual life. This is a really big one because I know it's been tempting for me at times to just place my faith in enlightenment and meditation and spiritual practices and hopefully all those issues with my parents and my brother and sister will just go away. Hopefully all of those ingrained patterns in my personality that I really need to work on and try and grow beyond, maybe I won't have to deal with all of that. I'll just end up in this totally blissed out spiritual realm. So all my attention and effort should go on that to the detriment of my personal life, which doesn't even really matter. Another aspect of spiritual bypassing is the belief that we can have everything we want purely by thinking about it. This type of spiritual bypassing, which was really popularized by The Secret and various other things, is kind of a rejection of being a human being. It really says, no, you're not an individual who can't control the universe and you're subject to forces larger than you and you have to work out a way to live with that. It says, no, your little ego inside your being somewhere can control outer reality. You don't have to deal with anything. You can just ask for it and it will come. I'm not sure what the current success rate is, but I'm guessing it's pretty low. So now I want to get specific. Why am I even talking about spiritual bypassing? Well, I just think it's important and it's useful, but there are other issues too. Abusive spiritual teachers can use spiritual bypassing as a vehicle for their abuse. For example, if a spiritual guru or a teacher or a course leader can convince you that your own feelings and your own natural reactions are just part of a false sense of self that the spiritual teacher has presumably transcended, then that pretty much gives them license to do whatever they want to you 
because it's all about helping you wake up, quote unquote. Spiritual bypassing can also facilitate bullying in spiritual communities through the belief that it's the bully who's really suffering. This kind of blind compassion can prevent us from confronting abuse when we see it, leaving victims to basically fend for themselves. Spiritual bypassing can keep us coming back for more and more useless, phony courses and teachings. The fact that our personal lives may not have improved at all through all this spiritual work is fine because it's only the spiritual realm that matters. Our personal lives are just a manifestation of samsara. So fundamentally, spiritual bypassing offers everybody who engages in a spiritual life, a spiritual practice, it offers us all a very alluring escape from the shittier, less redemptive parts of being human. It's a bit like a billboard for a beach holiday where everything looks too perfect. The models in the image are conventionally beautiful in a way that most people aren't. They've been electronically enhanced in the edit afterwards. But on some level, we want to be in that picture. We want to have that illusion, that fantasy. Spiritual bypassing offers us an escape from the shittier things, the loneliness we experience, the gradual or even sudden losing of all the things we love the failed aspirations that haunt us, the overwhelming suffering that permeates the world, mostly willfully allowed to happen. Anyway, uh, on that cheery note, what's the alternative? Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that is for all of us to kind of figure out on our own. But I will say that I believe it has something to do with growing enough to be able to hold our pain. Not to be pushed into it by a dead-eyed spiritual guru, but to slowly move towards it with a deeper and deeper capacity to care for ourselves and crucially for other people. This at least gives meaning to the struggle and doesn't rely on overthrowing the matrix to attain the status of a super being. We could just maybe chill out and enjoy the movie instead. Anyways, thanks for listening, folks. Like, subscribe, comment, let me know what you think, and I'll see you next time.